0: For me, this is what the Holy Spirit revealed to me. My looks were my ticket to attention. And ultimately, the attention, the amount of love, the amount of rave, the amount of praise, the amount of attention I received was the measuring of my worth, measuring of my value. So you see that my worth was measured by attention. And I thought in order to get attention, I had to look good. So you realize now that my insecurities, right? Was not, was, was not rooted in just a surface level looking good or looking bad. It was more rooted in me being uncertain of my worth. good morning ladies and gentlemen good morning thank you so much for tuning in once again to the church board confessions podcast um i think for you know everybody who's been with this podcast you know for a while now i thank you for tuning in once again to the 73rd episode and for the people who are new because hey i'm looking at these numbers i recognize there are a lot of new people watching this podcast and all glory be to god thank you for taking the time to listen to this young Nigerian male, preach the word of God. I appreciate it. Um, and I pray that everything that comes out of my mouth is not my words, but it's the Holy Spirit and that it pierces your heart and that it helps you and that everything that I say is staying in the back of your head. So welcome, my name is Emmanuel Heke for all the new guys and, and gals of and gals, of course. Um, and I will say this, you know, quick, I guess, shameless plug. I hate doing plugs, but I'm gonna say this before I get into the word. Um, if you feel like if you're new to unassociated, it's the company that powers this podcast and created with Kendra and does everything. If you're new to unassociated, um, I implore you, if you if you truly believe that anything that I say is helpful to you on this podcast or anything Kendra says is helpful to you on podcast um, or any of the content that we create is helpful to you in your walk with God through Christ. I implore you to follow us on Instagram at dot com, And if you have any top suggestions or any questions for me, for Kendra, for anybody, um, but specifically for me, you can go to www.unassociated.com slash ask church boy, send in your questions, your top suggestions so we can all grow together. Ladies and gentlemen, Whew shameless plugs out the way um let's get to the topic of this episode which i am very excited to speak about because i've never spoke about this on this podcast 73 episodes i've never talked about this on this podcast but the holy spirit has quickened my spirit to talk about it and i truly believe that this will help a lot of people and set a lot of people free um and you know maybe not it may not be a satisfying answer in the end to everybody that i you know that, that hears this message, but I believe for a lot of people it's going to be some real stuff. So let's get into it. What am I going to talk about today? Um, I'm going to talk about this episode is for the people who feel ugly. This episode is for the people who have been suffering from body dysmorphia for a very long time or even for a very short times. For the people who feel ugly, the people who look at features their physical features and feel like, you know, they obsess over them. And meanwhile, a lot of us may not even care what you look like or care about that feature, but you're obsessing over and whatever it might be. Um, This stuff is real, ladies and gentlemen. There are people who are up at night, obsessed with the way that they look. There are people who feel ugly and it really does hinder their day to day life. Um, And quite frankly, I don't care how good you look. um, I think that each and every last one of us have had a phase, even if it's just for one minute in our lives where we have thought, hey, I look ugly. Hey, I don't like the way I look. And it's hard. Um, Especially when you start to obsess it and overthink it It's hard and it's something that needs to be reckoned with, ladies and gentlemen First of all, I want to validate how you've been feeling Because it doesn't mean that you're weak It doesn't mean that you're nothing It doesn't mean that you're not worthy Um, We've all suffered from, you know, thinking that we're ugly And, you know, it really hurting us Like I know I have and I'm going to talk about my experience Most of this episode And we're going to get into it Um, Ultimately Matter of fact, I'm not going into ultimately. Yeah, I say that a lot, but let's let's go into um, myself, my history with feeling ugly. Um, I want this message to encourage everybody's ever felt this way. So I'm going to tell you guys my story. I'm going to open up to you guys. Um, I say this in the most humble way possible. I think that I'm a fairly decent-looking man. I, I do, you know what I'm saying. Um, but even though I may believe that. At the end of the day, does not mean that I have not suffered, truly suffered through being obsessed with what I look like. And, you know, if you really want to get down to it, it's a lot of people who are considered pretty or handsome that probably are more obsessed with their looks than people who are commonly see like see themselves as ugly sometimes because. Um, They're always obsessed with like keeping it up and all that. But I'm gonna get to that. But there's many times in my life where I just thought I was not attractive. I thought that I wasn't I wasn't um, looking good and everything like that. And I was so obsessed with my looks so obsessed. Um, there'd be times where like, it would literally be the most thing on my mind to where like, I'm just, I have such high social anxiety, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm thinking as I'm walking through the mall, I'm thinking like everybody else thinking about me, like who's this little short, dark skin, big forehead looking all of that. Like I'm thinking all of that as I'm walking through the mall just to get some shoes. Like that sucks. A life where you're so obsessed with the way you look like and always thinking that you're ugly sucks. And I don't want that for anybody, because I've lived through it, and it's still something to battle from here and there. But I'm going to tell you this: the Holy Spirit has communicated to my heart, and I pray that everything that I share with you today also communicates to your heart. The Holy Spirit revealed to me that my obsession with my looks was more than just, you know, a surface-level problem of me wanting to look better, me wanting to, you know, feel better, all that different stuff. The problem with me is that I thought. That my looks in some way indicated my worth. And I think that that's the same for a lot of us. Let's go a little deeper. For me, this is what the Holy Spirit revealed to me. My looks were my ticket to attention. And ultimately, the attention, the amount of love, the amount of rave, the amount of praise, the amount of attention I received was the measuring of my worth measuring of my value. So you see that my worth was measured by attention. And I thought in order to get attention, I had to look good. So you realize now that my insecurities, right? Was not was was not rooted in just a surface level looking good or looking bad. It was more rooted in me being uncertain of my worth. So if you're the person, right? who has ever questioned their value questioned their worth because they haven't been treated like they were beautiful they haven't been told that they are beautiful and all i want you to continue listening and i want you to listen closely this is not just for women this is for men too period because you know us guys we can act like we're never not confident but a lot of us are not confident and it's just hey let's let it out come on why are we why are we gonna hide when we're talking to God about this stuff, what are you hiding it from God for? Why are you hiding it from yourself? Be real about it. Acknowledge the things that you're going through because if you can't acknowledge it, then how are you going to fight it? And how is it going to leave? So let's go deeper. Um, long story short, like I said, the way I looked in um, my mind indicated, you know, it traced back to how much I believed I was valuable, how much I believed that I was worthy. But what I want you to get from this episode, Right. Is that the way you look has nothing to do with your value and your worth. And when you understand that, that's going to release you. It's going to free you from being obsessed about the way that you look. I pray in Jesus name. Amen. Let's go. Um, I would see that, you know, this whole idea was also evident in me being jealous of men, of other men. You know, because I'm real with myself. I'm pretty honest with myself. And, like, it took me a while to admit this. You know, I I admit that I'm not the most best looking guy in the world. Wow. You know, Um, it took me a while to admit that because of my pride. Not because I actually believe I look better than everybody, but because of my pride and because of this idea that I was holding on to, that I had to be the, the best looking. so Because I had to be that valuable because looks. You know, if a guy walks in a room and I know that he maybe he's dressed better than me or maybe he, you know, um, is more handsome or maybe um, uh, girls are attracted to him more. In my mind, what it meant was that, oh, he's getting more attention, which means if like remember, attention was a measuring stick for my value, for my worth. So I'm thinking he's getting more attention Oh, he's worth more to me. He's more valuable to me. Jealousy. So you see my obsession with my looks not only led to my own insecurities, but even led to me being jealous. And envious of other men. But here's the twist. <laughs> here's the sick, twisted twist. Because then you'd imagine that, okay, well, you know, when God when people do say that you're handsome, when people do say that you look good, Emmanuel, then that means that you're confident, and that means that everything's okay. And that means that you know your worth. But no, but no, that wasn't true. Because even in the times where I did feel valuable or even in the times where I, I people would tell me that, like, oh, you are handsome and, like, you know, you are, you look good and you dress nice or all that different stuff. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think I was, like, you know, runner up for, like, best dress. Like, my, my, my boy Cameron won best dress in high school. But I think I was, like, third place or something like that. And, like, you know. um. But so, like, even when people would, like, gas me about that stuff. The insecurities will still be there. You know why? Because new level, new insecurities. This is life. Um, I was scared to drop the ball now. Somebody calls me handsome. In fact, it might even increase my insecurities because I'm scared that they will ever change their mind. And. I was valuable at one point and now I'm not valuable. Maybe because I didn't have a haircut the last time they saw me, or they caught me while I was at home, or they caught me looking foul on FaceTime, whatever it might be. You know, I'm I go from a place of like I'm insecure because nobody's calling me value, like nobody's you know, I, I feel like I don't look good and nobody's treating me like I'm valuable. And then people treat me like I'm valuable, but like I'm still scared that I'll drop the ball and like they'll change their minds and stuff like that. And you realize, bro, your entire worth, your value is dependent on what other people treat. You as, and let me tell you something if your entire worth is dependent on what other people treat you, whether girls like you or guys like you, whether they're attracted to you, whether people see you as pretty or see you as handsome, bruh, sis, this is gonna be a long life for you, <laughs> a very long life. And I know this is by experience, by years and years of experience. I need you to understand this, when I realized that even when people would say I was handsome, I was still insecure, that this whole game that we're playing, there's no way to win. It is a lose-lose. And the only way to be free is to just not play the game. It's to simply not play the game. So then I came to the point where I had to realize this. Um, For the sake of my relationship with God, i could not continue to base my worth on the way that i looked you might be like whoa whoa like what are you talking about like where did god come in this like where you talking about relationship with god how does this how does my obsession with my looks and me thinking that i'm ugly and all that different stuff relate to my relationship with god well let me go a little deeper and again i'm talking about myself here and if you can relate i pray that you can relate um and this helps you too um the Holy Spirit started talking to you, talking to me some more. And what the Holy Spirit revealed to me was that, you know, um, like I said, I needed to, I needed other people to treat me like I was valuable in order to feel valuable. And the way I, I measured that was that, you know, people would give me attention. People show me affection. People would, you know, you know, uh yeah like i said like rave about me praise me you know and the reason why they would do that is because i was looking good so like it all went back to my looks um so i needed to be valued nor i needed to be valued by other people in order to be valuable and then the holy spirit said why and then my answer was because ultimately i didn't feel like i could walk and i can talk like everything the bible says i am until Others believed I was valuable or until I was looking good. If I looked bad, if I wasn't dressed the way I wanted to dress that day and I was looking all shabby and everything like that, I was so insecure that I didn't feel like I was given permission. I was warranted. I was worthy to walk with my chest out because you look ugly. You look ugly. Why do you have confidence? You look ugly. Why are you talking to me? You look ugly. Why are you in this section? You're not like everybody else. That's what that body dysmorphia. That's what that feeling ugly will will, will will do to you. Oh, oh, come on, bro. You you you're not dressed like that. You're not supposed to be here. That 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 would literally be me. Like that would really really be me. Like if if I didn't feel like I looked good that day. You know, I would just feel like I couldn't walk with my chest out because I wasn't worthy. Um, I couldn't be confident. I couldn't be bold. I couldn't be free. Um, and then that's when the Holy Spirit asked me a question that changed my life. Holy Spirit asks me, who's the one that deems you worthy? Who's the one that deems you worthy? You've been thinking that you you have to look good everywhere you go. So then other people value you because of your beauty and because they value you, that means that you can finally believe that you are valued. That means you can finally believe that you are worthy. But then the Holy Spirit asked me, who's the one that deems you worthy? Because we're going to go to scripture, of course, we can't do this episode without scripture. Exodus chapter four, starting at verse nine. God is calling Moses to his purpose and saying that you are going to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt and God is going through this dialogue with Moses and Moses is giving up all these objections and we're going to start at verse nine. And this is God talking to Moses, and He says, "And it shall come to pass if they will not believe you." He's talking about what Moses is about to experience. If they will not believe, also these two signs, neither hearken unto thy voice, that thou shalt take the water of the river and pour it upon the dry land, and the water which thou takes out of the water shall become water. River shall become blood upon the dry land. And this is what Moses said to God. God is telling them this is what you're going to do. These are the signs that you're going to give to the pharaohs and all that different stuff to tell them that, you know, you're, you're sent from God and all that stuff. And Moses said this to God. And Moses said unto the Lord, oh, my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither here to for, nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant. But I am slow of speech and of a slow tongue. That was Moses' excuse. And then this is what the Lord said. And the Lord said unto him, <laughs> Uh (laughs) uh-oh who hath made man's mouth or who maketh the dumb or deaf or the seeing or the blind have not i the lord may god bless the hanging and reading and understanding of his word in the mighty name of jesus christ i pray let's tie this all together god said moses you are going to do these things for me these are the things that you need. These are the things that you're going to do and all that different stuff. And Moses said, ah, 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 ah. no, 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 no. See, God, you don't understand. I'm not fit for this job. I'm not worthy for this job because I can't speak well. And God asked him, who's the one that created man's mouth? Same thing, like when I was saying, God, you know, I'm not worthy. There's literally been times where I was about to go on a stage and speak and And I'm just captured by this. Oh, you don't look good. You don't look good. You're not worthy to go up on this day, all that stuff. And like, you know, um, I'm telling God, oh, I'm not tall enough. Oh, God, I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough. I don't look good enough. I'm not dressed right today. And and I'm not, I'm not worthy to do these things because these people don't value me. They don't see me as the most handsome guy. They don't see me as this. They don't they don't show me affection and attention and all different stuff. Therefore, they don't see me as valuable. They don't see me as worthy. Therefore, I'm not worthy. And God told me, who deemed you worthy? Who's the one that says that you are worthy? Who created man's mouth? Who's the one that created you fearfully and wonderfully made? Who was the one that died on the cross for you and said you are now worthy? That is God himself. Yet we take the time to look good, be obsessed with looking good. So we can get value from other people. So then they can value us so we can feel valuable. This is what I'm talking about. People who are obsessed with looking good. I'm not saying it's bad to look good. That's not what I'm saying. But for the people who are calling themselves ugly And the reason why you're calling yourself ugly, the reason why you have body dysmorphia is because your entire life you've had life experiences where people have called you ugly or people have not treated you the right way. So now you're obsessed to living a life of I need people to value me in order to value myself. I need people to deem me worthy in order for me to be worthy. But God is asking you, who is the one that deems you worthy? Is it not God? Is it not God? So then I had four realizations, four realizations after after this dialogue I had with the Holy Spirit. I tell you, the first thing I realized was that when he when I was asked that question, who deems you worthy? It made me think, wow. So subconsciously, this entire time, me being obsessed with my looks and seeking for other people to value me before I feel valuable was me giving so much power to other people. To other people's opinions of me. To the point where I'm even saying, to the point where I'm even asking them, subconsciously I'm asking them, am I worthy enough to be this? Am I worthy? Am I worthy? Am I worthy? I walk with my head down, with my chest caved in, scared, insecure, because I was waiting on somebody to say you're worthy in order for me to be Emmanuel. God forbid. I have too much pride for that. When I realized that, I'm like, no way, I have too much pride to be asking people subconsciously, am I worthy before I can be myself? Second thing I realized was I was waiting on other people's permission to see myself as valuable. I'd walk into a room. I'm waiting for other people to value me. It's like I'm asking them permission. Do I have permission to walk with my head held high? Do I have permission to be confident? Do I have permission to like the way to, like the way I look? Do I have permission to walk with my chest out? Do I have permission? Asking people permission. But then you have to realize Jesus didn't die <laughs> for you to ask somebody else if you are worthy. Nor did he die. This is number three and number four. Nor did he die. For you to ask permission for other people to be the person he has created you to be. Ladies and gentlemen, understand this. God is the one that deems you worthy and he's the only one that you need to ask permission to do anything when it comes to walking in your path and being who he's created you to be. Stop giving other people the power to determine your worth. Giving other people the value to determine whether, giving other people the power to determine your value. You are God's creation. Moses' rebuttal was, I can't speak well. Your rebuttal was, I don't look the part. God said, who's the one that even created you the way to look like how you're looking? Who's the one that created your mouth, who created your big forehead, who created your receding hairline, who created your dark skin, who created your short self? All these things that are deemed less attractive in society. So what? What? Those are those people are not God. Those people have subjective, terrible views of beauty and all that different stuff and all of it's subjective, but you want to now subject yourself to their subjectivity. When God said That I love you so much that I'm going to give my only son and he's going to die for you. And he said that my son is dying for you and you are being bought with a price and that that is your value, the price that was paid. Jesus dying on the cross for you and he did that for everybody. So nobody's worth more than you because they look better than you nobody's worth less because they don't look as good as you and we need to dis we need to dismantle this toxic mindset that we have to look the part in order to be the part and I'm not here's okay I'm gonna round this up and I'm not going to end this episode by saying hey you're you're everybody's beautiful and I'm attracted to everybody because everybody's beautiful I'm not attracted to everyone I'm not attractive to every person um here's the thing I don't want you to feel better because now you're going to believe that you're worth it because you're beautiful that's not the point of me of this podcast the point of this podcast was not for me to say. You're beautiful. And because you're beautiful. You can be free. And you can be confident. And, and you can know that you're worth it. Because what I'm trying to help you understand. Is that your physical appearance. <laughs> has nothing to do. With your worth. And your value. And the subjectivity. Of beauty. People's opinions. On what you look like. Has nothing to do with your actual worth and your value. Jesus didn't die for you to ask permission from other people to be yourself, um, be the person that God's created you to be. Jesus didn't die for you to ask other people if you're worthy. God has given you permission. God already said that you are worthy. Jesus didn't die for you to be insecure about the way that you look or base your value on the for, on on the size of your forehead or on the size of your body and all that different stuff. Oh, come on. The obsession with looks has to stop. And it starts to recognizing why is it that I'm so obsessed with my looks? Is it because I believe it correlates with my value? And that right there is when you've gone too far. This isn't. This doesn't mean go look raggedy everywhere you go. This means that no longer are we going to base our value on looks. We base our value on the fact that Jesus Christ died, <laughs> that God loved us so much, He sent His only begotten Son. Let's go on to prayer, Heavenly Father. Thank you so much, God, for this episode, Lord Jesus, and I pray for everybody who has ever felt so ugly. And been so obsessed with their looks and people who have body dysmorphia to the point where it is hindering them walking into a room, creating social anxiety and just really just cramping their style and and who you created them to be hindering them walking with confidence and freedom in you lord jesus i rebuke the spirit of insecurities i rebuke the spirit of being obsessed with people's looks father god and helping them to understand that their value does not come from how other people value them it comes from the fact that you bought us with a price in the mighty name of jesus help us oh god to understand that our looks are obsolete when it comes to our value lord jesus they're obsolete it doesn't matter because before jesus was about to die he didn't go and see uh, what does what does he look like or what does she look like does she is she pretty enough is he handsome enough for me to die for them no he died for all of us lord jesus and he made our value he defined our value he defined our worth oh god so we realize that the way we look is obsolete oh god so help us father god to not continue to let the insecurities the way we look eat us up lord jesus but to be free But to be free, not find security based on how we look, even when we look good, to find security in in the fact that you died for us. That is our worth. That is our value. Your death. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Ladies and gentlemen, I pray that this episode be stained in the back of your heads, and you watch it over and over again until you actually get it and it clicks. I love you guys. You guys have an amazing week. Peace.